Welcome to the Business English Podcast, the best place for non-native professionals to learn how to communicate clearly and confidently. My name is Tanya Suarez, and in each episode, you're going to learn specific skills to develop your corporate communication, American pronunciation, and career strategy in order to build the life you deserve. Let's jump right in to part one. about five business takeaways from this book that I thought would be really important for you. And as non-native speakers, I would recommend any part that you like, whether it's a chapter in the book, or if you want my notes, you can get the link later, read it out loud. Because a lot of times you can think about these concepts, but you might have a hard time in a meeting or during a pitch articulating them and saying them out loud. So reading my notes or reading the book out loud will really help you hear yourself use these words in like the right context and the right grammatical structure. Because as non-native speakers in the corporate world, I want you to feel empowered and understand how to articulate your vision and your goals. And this is exactly what this book was about. So Simon Sinek does a great job at focusing on the vision part, which, and I, I like that he highlighted, there are other ways to run a business. You can definitely have more like promotions and sales and discounts but the type of consumer that that attracts might be great for your business but i think you're if you're reading this book it's because it's not quite working for you and so starting with why is to inspire a consumer base that is loyal that believes in what you believe in and so going through this process and identifying your why will help people be attracted to the right part of your message of your beliefs and Oh, the benefits are really cool. So some things I never thought about that are highlighted in the book are that it allows you flexibility. Because if someone, like I think he mentioned, Dell is known for computers, so they have a really hard time marketing and selling other products. Whereas Apple, which if you read the book, you know that he loves because he uses them a lot. And I love them too, so I appreciated it. Apple focuses on their why. Apple really wants to be known for going against the status quo and empowering the individual so that gives them more flexibility because any product that they sell goes back to their why and so their consumers their fan base at this point is open to trying different products okay so one of the first examples that really stood out to me again apple was when apple released their ipod it actually was not the first on the market there was another company called creative who had an mp3 player but the difference is they marketed their mp3 player as a five gigabyte mp3 player the what apple came in however like a year or two later with a product that was not as good at the time from my understanding and marketed as a thousand songs in your pocket and obviously they did a lot better because starting with why that they want to empower the individual and by being able to use that to focus their marketing appropriately what they provide with this is an experience apple is freedom you can listen to this music create your own experience on the go so this is where it really impacts your language so as a non-native speaker whether you're in marketing you're a business owner or whatever you're using this book to benefit you this will inspire you I hope that it's not about high level English. The good news is a lot of the words being used, especially marketing, are relatively simple. But 
It's strategic English. And this will help you. Oh, it's just a game changer. <laughs> Honestly, your stories will be better. Your the way that you share information will be better. And this book really helps you with crafting your message. Okay, so that was one example. Another example, which I don't remember if he said this in the book or if it was from his TED talk. So I'll link to his TED talk below as well. But he mentioned that even when you're talking about speeches, whether you're in politics or you are a social activist, he references Martin Luther King's speech, I have a dream. And I remember him saying, notice that he didn't say, I have a plan. I have a dream is emotional. It evokes change. I have a plan as to what? <laughs> so these are ways that you can see these huge companies, these amazingly influential people apply these strategies. And I hope that you feel inspired as well. Okay, so for the five business takeaways, the first one is what we mentioned earlier, that it helps you become less dependent on promotions because the why inspires loyalty. People want to belong. So if you create a message that attracts people because they believe in you, because they understand what you stand for, those people are going to go to you whether or not you're less expensive than someone else. So this also helps you worry less about competition. You're really competing against yourself. Okay, number two, instead of targeting people who you want to sell to, you're attracting people that you want to believe in you. So this changes, you know, it's, it's the difference between the five gigabytes or the thousand songs. So this really helps you be more focused. To me, it gives me like a checklist whenever I'm creating copy. And I even went back and looked at my website and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I was like, am I focusing on my why? And I saw so much room for improvement. So I'm definitely going to be working on that this week and how I market my courses because the what a lot of people have the same what the why is unique to your story. All right. Number three, speaking about competition is focusing on the what means you're competing against all the other what's focusing on the why allows you to really internalize or look deep into yourself of, okay, what about my story? What about my message will resonate and nobody can copy that. I mean, I guess they could technically, but it's really hard to copy um, in a non-obvious way. So this will help you stand out from the rest. All right. And then here, for example, Simon Sinek goes back to Apple in that they market a feeling, a goal, empowerment. And so, I mean, you know, Apple fans, everything I own is Apple because I trust in their message and their belief, whether you think that's genuine or not, you know, everybody has their opinions, but my point is it does inspire a loyal fan base. So I buy everything because I trust the company and notice the word trust. I'm not saying I understand the technology or I understand the, I don't know, software that they use and, and who's building it. Trust. That's such an emotional word, but it's led to thousands of dollars that I spend on them. So this is something you can apply as well. All right. Number four, this one is really cool. This was from later in the book. So you can apply this strategy to the hiring process. So not only to your marketing and your website copy, if you own a business or you're part of a business, or maybe you're an HR, understanding the company's why will help you create job descriptions that are more powerful, that attract the right people. So the why helps you get people who are excited 
to move your company forward. The what gets you people who know they can do the logistics of the job. There's nothing wrong with that. But imagine the quality of people for someone who is so eager to go to work and help your company grow versus someone who is showing up to work because they want the paycheck and they can do X, Y, Z. So this depends on you. If you just need X, Y, Z, great. But if you're looking to have higher, not higher quality, but a different kind of employee, then this is something you could definitely go through your job descriptions before you post them or even if you've already posted them and put yourself in their shoes. Is that person going to be excited about your job description? What words can you add? How can you craft your message so that you are attracting the right people for your company? All right, and number five, you need both a why and a how person. And this is pretty cool because it really makes you think about your strengths and it doesn't make you feel like you have a weakness. So not everybody's a why person. You can definitely go through the golden circle process that he outlines in the book and that'll help you. But if you're in a leadership position and you think, oh, I am such a why person. Like for me, that's how I feel. It's all about the future and the vision. But you also need either to develop your how person skill or you need to find a how person to partner with or to have as a part of your team. The how person, in my interpretation, is the present-minded person who understands the logistical things that need to get done to execute the vision that the why person has. And the combination of that is so powerful. So what he says, of course you can be successful, whether you're one or the other, but for exponential growth or a really inspirational company, the combination is really powerful. And again, it could be about having two separate people or you understanding your strength and your weakness or your lesser strength and working on growing the one that you need. Okay, so that was a quick summary about what my favorite parts and business takeaways were from Start With Why. Of course, there were a lot more examples that if this is resonating with you or if you want to go into depth on how to go through the process of start with why and then the how and then the what, I highly recommend reading the book. And I'll leave you with one of my favorite quotes from the book and that is that those who lead inspire us. So that's not necessarily the leaders. The leaders have power and authority, but people who lead inspire and motivate. So no matter what your position is or whether you're reading this book for your current business or a future business or opportunity, it's really going to help you. And as a non-native speaker, it'll inspire you by giving you the language of inspiration. A lot of that being able to be charismatic, to be enigmatic, to be energetic in a different language can be challenging. It really can. So by reading this type of book and reading them out loud, remember, you got to connect what's in here to your mouth will help you be able to handle situations or take advantage of opportunities where you can share your enthusiasm. And then who knows, it might connect you to job opportunities or whatever the world has in store for you. For more business English resources like articles, videos, courses, and one-to-one -one coaching with me, head over to tanyasuarez.com.